To the PHLY Eagles podcast on a Friday morning, a Zach Berman special, 9.30. Here we go. Last show of the week before the big game next Monday night between the Eagles and the Chiefs, a matchup we are very familiar with. Zach, we're going to talk a little bit about the offensive side of the ball today for the Eagles, get the news updates. We've got Goose Wisely to come and our crystal ball to Eagle predictions. How you feeling? I know you're, uh, you're, you're playing hurt. Chest cold, but I'm okay. I'm here working hard, ready for the show, excited for the show. A five-show week here uh, in that the Monday to Friday. We always do five shows a week, but no Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we'll be at the facility today for Sean Desai's press conference. Tomorrow for Nick Sirianni. Then Sunday, I head out to Kansas City. And uh, yeah, Leah, looking forward to what's ahead. You've got some new mm-hmm. options for uh, what to do on Monday now. Yes. Shout out. Uh, let me get the reader's name here. Uh, he recommended the Harry Truman Museum. He heard us talking uh, and he said that, you know, I, I know you're a fan of history. A closer option than going to Lawrence, Kansas, to the Fog Allen Fieldhouse would be the Harry, the Harry Truman Presidential Library and Museum. So I believe I am going to do that. It's Michael Wirtz. Michael, I appreciate you uh, following us, and uh, you're a longtime listener. You're from Virginia, uh, and because of you, I will be checking out Harry Truman. I want to see uh, if he ha- if they have the sign there. The buck stops here. Mm. You're such a you're you famously uh, love movies about history uh, because they're like documentaries. The Truman Show, of course, all about Harry Truman in your mind, basically no, the same as yeah. The Truman Show is not about Harry Truman. Uh, I did like the Truman Show though. Okay, and. Uh, I mean, Oppenheimer is basically just as historically accurate as the Truman Show. Oppenheimer is not as historically accurate as the as the Truman Show. Oppenheimer is based on actual events. Uh, you can learn a lot about history by watching Oppenheimer. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, let's is that get the in. culture reference that uh, our audience was hoping to hear? I don't know. Okay. Uh, what's the deal, Zach? Uh, tell me what, what happened yesterday. A couple... Uh, interesting like transactions yeah. that were uh, sort of like eyebrow raising and also some some news from the practice field so give us the update sure. stone cold newsman if you will <laughs> so let's start with the news from the practice field it was the eagles first practice in quite some time here uh they were in full pads which they typically aren't to start the week so coming off off the bye that was the case and the good news for the eagles is that Cam Jurgens, full participant in practice. Bradley Roby, full participant in practice. Grant Calcaterra, full participant in practice. Spoke to both Cam and Bradley after after practice. Certainly looks like they're they're going to play. Uh, Justin Evans limited with the knee injury. Dallas Goddard, as we expected, did not participate. But it is noteworthy, by the way, that Dallas Goddard is not on IR. And what that of course, there's always time for the Eagles to make a transaction. But I think the Eagles are going to try to get him back within this. Uh, four-week window here and not have a miss four games. So pay attention to Dallas Goddard's status. Because they did place N'Kobe Dean on injured reserve. Exactly. So it's like they've, they've already gone through the cycle of making that move for this week. 
Exactly. So that's that's why I think that's that's particularly noteworthy. And that then, fourth game is the at Seattle game. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think it makes sense. Like they're, you know, it, the uh, if there's a 25% chance that Dallas Goddard can play in that game, that is worth holding the roster spot for. What about San Francisco? I wouldn't oh, no, rule. it's Dallas. Dallas is the fourth yeah, game. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but, uh, well, I think that I wouldn't roll out him being back by like. Oh, you a, think he could only miss two games? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Okay. Uh, so we will. We'll follow along for Dallas Goddard's status. Um, Super Bowl rematch seems to be more of a big deal for us than for them, at least for, for, for what they say. Jason Kelsey and Jordan Mailata. Now, Jordan Mailata said on Radio Roger this week that uh, it's personal for him, you know, because of the confetti, and he's thinking about that. Nick Sirianni had, had that moment earlier this summer. But a, a big point of, of emphasis is that nothing they can do on Sunday will get them, I'm sorry, on, on Monday, rather, uh, that's the brain fog in me right here. We'll get them a ring from last year. We'll get them that they can't change the outcome of that game. Uh, Jason Kelsey doesn't really like buy Super Bowl rematches. He said like it's you know if if there's anything that's personal for him, it's it's trying to beat his brother, trying to beat Andy Reid, and the Chiefs are one of two teams that he's never beaten in the NFL, and uh, he he wants to check both off those lists. Who's the other one? Seattle. Mm. So he wants to check those off. Uh, so that's. So Kelsey said that drives him more than like avenging the Super Bowl loss. Uh, Nick Sirianni very purposefully was trying to like play down that storyline. They watched the game, of course, but it, it's it's not the uh, it's not like the primary message this this week is like avenge uh, Kansas City for that Super Bowl. Things have changed since then. Spoke to Andy Reid yesterday. He had nice things to say about uh, Jalen Hurts. And uh, Jalen Carter and Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey. What about the hotel room? Um, so here's so Jeff McLean from the Inquirer uh, followed up and and, uh, and Nick Sirianni did the same bi week thing where it went to the Marriott Marquis, I believe, in Times Square. Went to see a show uh, with his wife. Did he say what he saw? You, you know, he he did not. You're disgusted at the thought because, of course, you're famously very anti Broadway. Well, it's not that anti-theater. I'm, it's yeah. not that I'm anti-Broadway, but this is the one the one bit of Eagles tangentially related news that you have no yeah. interest in. Well, you I would not even. I, I deign, gotta say this: you never, you, it wouldn't even cross your mind to ask what show that he he saw because I mean, you think you're you're disgusted by the idea. I'm not disgusted by the idea, but I hope he didn't go to a matinee because Michigan Ohio State was on. I mean, I was in Scottsdale, Arizona, watching that Michigan Ohio State. I'm sorry, not Michigan Ohio State. Michigan Penn State was on. Um, you are such a true man, Zach. You really are. <laughs> it's not a matter of being a true man. It's it's. I prefer to watch football than see people break out in song. That's just that's that's my position. Well, you don't know that he saw a musical. It could have been a play. Well, then that 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 would be different. Uh, so yeah, but I asked Jeff about the hotel room, and he didn't. He he did not know Fletcher Cox, of course. When he um, well, actually. Uh, I think Fletcher Cox, when he travels, he sometimes stays in like the same ho- hotel room wherever he goes. I, I don't know that to be the case. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Um, and then, uh, so let's the get The listeners to, are so confused right now. <laughs> let's get to the, let's get to the news. That Hold is, on. Before, before we get to that, very quickly on the, yes. the guys who you talked about. Cam Jurgens mm-hmm. going to start a right guard. 
I believe so. Yes. Uh, in practice, he was lined up next to Jason Kelsey. He certainly was speaking as if he's going to be back. Bradley Roby, what do we do? You have any further sense of what the plan might be at nickel? Well, Roby's going to be out there. It's a matter of I think I think you hit it on the head in your speculation, like mixing and matching. I spoke to James Bradbury, and he said he hasn't like received word that he's going to be on Kelsey, but he's prepared to do that if 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 they need him to do so. And then Calcaterra, you said, is good to go. Do you think how do you, how do you expect that? like playing time to be partialed out? Uh, stole and Calcaterra the top ones, but I think Al- Alberto mixes in. Okay. Um, and then the Eagles made two transactions that we found out from the transaction wire last night. The NFL every day has, has their uh, transaction log, and it's available for, for reporters to see. And the Eagles waived two players um, from designated lists. They waived Miles Jack. Your boy. reserve retired list. Now, what, is that, what does it mean when they waive these guys? So I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. okay? And then they waive Bernard Williams from the commissioner the suspended list. Former Yankees outfielder slash jazz guitarist? Not Bernie Williams. Bernard Williams, the former Eagles first-round pick in 1994, who has not played since then. Uh, so Bernard Williams. And he was, was good that year. He's uh, 51 years old, I believe. Okay. And he has not played since 1994. Okay. When most Eagles were not born. Jordan Mailata, the Eagles left tackle, was not yet born. Jeffrey Lurie had not yet owned the team, I believe, or had just, not, I think he had just. Kind Is of this like over. a Milton Wadham situation where like he was, he was fired, but they never, it was a glitch in the payroll and nobody noticed it. Uh, and then they so, fixed the glitch. So it was so here. So no, that's, that's, that's not the case. No, I'll, I'll get into what I understand about this here, but just for the, the record, because you ask what this means, it means that both players uh, would clear waivers. Well, well, teams have until 4 p.m. to sign them or okay. to claim them, and then they're free to sign elsewhere if another team is interested in signing them. Uh, now, that's what the NFL transaction lock said. I'm not paused. Like, how do you claim Bernard Williams? Like, because if you claim someone, you take their contract. Right. And his right. contract probably a good contract. It's probably, that's yeah. What I'm saying. yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's the difference in the Even definition. if he's fifty one, I mean, you know, if you yeah, pay an offensive tackle that much amount of money, it's What's, a pretty good deal yeah, for a practice the, squad. Yeah. Yeah, what was the rookie deal back in, yeah. in nineteen ninety four? Uh so curious to see how, what was he why did he stop playing? He got suspended for marijuana, I believe. Pretty antiquated. Uh an indefinite suspension. I I don't think it was like a one time uh, yeah, but dalliance I mean, with it. But. I mean, you think he's the only guy in the NFL who's smoking a lot of weed? Oh, I'm not suggesting that, but okay. I, I think he got caught enough to be suspended indefinitely in 1994. Okay. Um, so my so so Miles so Jack my maybe maybe uh, like has found that plumbing is not for him. Was Wait, that what, wasn't? In the, repeat that again. Miles Jack didn't he say he was uh, wanting to be a plumber or something? Yeah, to go to uh, trade school. Yeah, he was he was going to go to trade school. I, I guess so. I mean, he he wants to work. He wants to prepare for the zombie apocalypse. That's right. Um, back so, to Bernie. What's that? Back, back to Bernie. Yeah, yeah, back to Bernard. So my understanding is that this was a procedural move that like he had been showing up in the, like he's in the NFL system. And it's one of those things, you know, like my fantasy football team is a few guys and I are, and I don't even think about them, but they're out for the year. And it's like, well, I, I don't need to carry them. I, I can just cut them, right? So it's like, it's almost like a procedural thing, okay? Or it was described. That. It was described to me as a housekeeping thing, right? And and so you're kind of cleaning up. You throw some stuff out. That that kind. I of have thing. a fantasy football complaint about that. Okay. This this thing where like you put a guy on IR, but then 
uh, like because they're out for the game, but then they're up, they're uh, upgraded to doubtful, and then you can't make another transaction until you take the guy off of IR. Ridiculous. Let them. You can stay on IR until he comes off. Until you put him back in your lineup. You want you just want to use IR to stash healthy players. That's, but that's how it works that's in a, real life. That's unethical. So it's all, not unethical. It's 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 good business. So you feel so you feel very strongly about uh, places shouldn't have self checkout. But you're okay with the idea of keeping healthy players on your IR list and compromising. No, it's the roster machinations. Yeah, I mean it's the no. exact same thing that, that that NFL teams do. No, in the NFL, they they there's literally a, a, a week. They have to be on for at least four weeks. Well, yeah, but you are, you were allowed to keep them on IR until you want them to play. Like it's not like oh, all of a sudden a doctor says that this guy is is ready to play. You're not allowed to make another transaction. You shouldn't just use it to stash players because then what you're doing is you're taking a free agent away from someone else in, in your league. Well, but you should, I mean, there should be maybe a, a limit on how many IR slots you have. But yeah, I think if a guy's on IR and he missed the previous game, then you are allowed to, to make, a, make a waiver wire claim with him still there. Give me a break. So I, I, I have two IR gripes, but, 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 but that's not one of them. I, okay. I do think when a player is healthy, they should be able to, they should be on the active roster, not on IR, because then otherwise you're basically, manu- you're using a roster spot uh, that on a player that could be signed elsewhere. My issue is this, I'm in a league that has uh, a hard salary cap. Okay, every pl- it's an auction league, every player has a salary, and you can't be above that, that number. I personally think that the players on IR should not count toward the salary cap, because Every player you sign off, you know, who's a free agent, you sign for $10, okay? And then let's say you put like a seven, let's say you have Nick Chubb on, on your team or something like that, um, or, or a, a, an expensive player. That salary is probably like 30% of your payroll or thereabouts, and that's just sitting on IR. That shouldn't count because that, pro, that restricts you from making other deals. So that's my first one. Not okay. bad. Okay. My second one in um, leagues have, have different, I'm curious your opinion on this. Do you think that suspended players should be IR eligible? I think they should. Oh, Tyler, our ace producer, is shaking his head. He doesn't think so. So if you had Jamison Williams for the first few games, yeah, do you I think, think you should? I be think able? not. I think they should. It's effectively the same. The I don't. Same I actually don't have a strong opinion on this, but I lean not. Okay. I okay. I I feel strongly that they should. All right. Back to fifty-one-year-old Bernard. Yes. Okay. So anyway, so my interpretation or I'm sorry, my understanding was that it was like a housekeeping item here, you know, that they kept showing up in the system. They, they were just like, all right, let's, let's purge this, if you will, and just, just move on so it's not there anymore, okay? Now, I don't know about you, but like when I have housekeeping items at the house, usually there's like, uh, there's... There's a 6, 8, uh, 51-year-old in your closet. <laughs> no. You're like, I got to get rid of this guy. No, there's, and- there's some type of reason. Like it's, it's not just one day... I woke up and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna clean the closet, or I'm gonna, you know, clean the garage, or something like that. Like, there's, there's usually um, something that that uh, incites it, or like m- makes you need to do it. Um, so I am curious if uh, I am curious why yesterday. Like, it just seems it's been 30 years. <laughs> you know, it's like all it's of a sudden, weird. all of a sudden, the, the Thursday before the Eagles play the Chiefs, it's like, you know what? Let's Let's take care of this housekeeping item. Uh, now, perhaps that is the case, but I, I am curious if, if you know, maybe 
I don't know if Bernard's trying to get back in. I hope somebody, yeah, I hope he's getting back in the league at 51. He's getting his second shot. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's got to work out somewhere and he's under team control. I don't know. We will see. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious what, like, you know, it just seems like. I hope at 51 he's playing for a team in two weeks and he's, like, smoking weed on the field and finally living his, his dream. What would you be doing at 50? Or at 51, what do you think you'll be doing? I don't know. What if, if, if when you close your eyes and you think this is my life at fifty one? What does it look like? I don't. I don't know. I don't think like that. Okay. I don't. I just. I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I don't care. Okay. It's not that I don't care. I just. It's like I don't know. I, I hope. I hope my family is doing well. Yeah, you live one day at a time, and I take it a day at a time. The standard is the standard. It, that that is the case. Okay. All right. Uh, before we move on, Zach, let's talk a little bit about our friends. At game time, because buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Zach, how many taps? Two taps. Two taps on your set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20. Off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with code PHLY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Speaking about speaking about your emails, uh, you know, 5 a.m. this this morning, open the phone, look at my emails from overnight, uh, the promotion tabs, if you if if you will, and starting to get a lot of these Black Friday emails, right? Right? The Black Friday deals. Well, I got the Black best- Hoodie deal. Yeah, this is a nice black hoodie. Uh, I got the best Black Friday deal for you guys. The entire PHLY locker, the entire one. You watched the show yesterday or on Wednesday when Fletcher Cox was in the studio. You saw that great, you saw that great hoodie that Bo was wearing, Uh, and you can get that on PHLY locker, and you can get it for twenty five percent off. And not just that, you can get your entire order for. $25 $25 or, or, or I'm sorry for 25% off. It's 25% off the entire PHLY locker. And to make it even better, if you spend $75 or more, you receive a $15 gift card. So then you can circle back after the new year and purchase even more merch on uh, PHLY. So that the, the, and the best part about this too, by the way, is this is not just restricted to black Friday. This is like the entire week you get the deal, or almost so. From November 24th to November 27th, this deal is in play. 25% off the entire PHLY locker. Check that out. All right. Sounds good. Zach, let's let's talk a little bit about the Eagles offense here because we talked yesterday about Sean Desai Mm -hmm. and Jalen Hurts yesterday seemed like uh, he was in good spirits physically. Yes. Or I guess about he was in good spirits about the shape of his, uh, the, the feel of his body. Yeah, he was in good spirits. <laughs> he was in good spirits because he felt yes. well. He felt Jalen Hurts practiced yesterday without a sleeve on his leg. 
That's a good sign. It's like a big deal that he smiled, I saw. Yeah, he was in a better mood yesterday than, than he's been in some previous press conferences. More people were there. Uh, maybe maybe that's the reason. Oh, right? interesting. You think he's like a uh, a fame seeker? No, I don't think it's that. But look, he's devoting his time. I, I think he wants an audience there. You don't just want... I mean, if he sees EJ Smith and me and, and Dave Zangaro and it's like the three of us... Well, maybe he should be a little bit more... Um, uh, upfront about what time his press conferences are going to be on a weekly basis if he wants more people to be there. Nonetheless, it was a full house for him. And uh, there was a lot of interest in how he's feeling, his bye week. He said the bye week couldn't have come at a better time for him. As he said before, he, he did some rest and relaxation, got, got a little better, you know, got healthier, uh, did some self-scouting. And now he's, he's primed. Do we know what kind of rest and relaxation? Do we know where he went? Do we know what he did? He did not offer those details. Okay. Yeah, Jalen's not not a big uh, detail guy in that regard. Uh, but it's like you used to always make the joke to me when uh, two years ago or last season, I, I guess, when I would write that he was in California working with a quarterback right. coach. Right. Like, like, why does it? Yeah, like like as if like the state of California <laughs> gives him this magical yeah. Yeah. healing power. Um, so. Yeah, Jalen Hurts was in good spirits. He's healthier, and uh, we'll get to this in Goose Wisely at the end of the show. But I'm curious to see if he runs more now that he's feeling better. It's a huge story, uh, and as we like turn the page to the second half of the Eagles season, it's going to make a huge difference whether this time off makes Jalen look physically like he did last year, uh, not just for what it does for his legs, but for what it does for the entire running game. If, if defenses have to pay attention to him again, if they are uh, willing to call those, you know, quarterback draws on, you know, third and seven again, uh, it changes the the shape of the offense a little bit. And so, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a huge storyline. And I also think there's a case to be made that even if he is, does feel felt feel better, they don't need to lean all the way into it because this is a this is a long haul that's coming. They need him to be great physically down the stretch. You are correct, although I do think Jalen's cognizant of the big stage. And I think that he... So you do think he's a fame hog? I don't think he's a fame hog, but I think, you know, what's the expression? Big-time players step up in big-time games? I actually have... I, I don't mean to deviate from the offense, but it's a funny aside here from Bradley Roby that you might appreciate. <laughs> okay. Okay? Bradley Roby was, was talking about this concept. He, he, he loves primetime games. He loves big games. And he once missed five weeks because of an injury. He comes back, and they have a primetime... He was, he was with the Texans at the time, and he has a primetime game. Yeah, when I, when I think of... Like the big time players in NFL history, I always think of Bradley Roby's Texans career. <laughs> okay, so he has. So here, here, here let me go on because you'll appreciate this. Uh, he plays against Tom Brady and the Patriots. All right. And they beat the Patriots. And he has two picks and a sack in that game off of Brady. But he only was uh, officially has one because they took one off because of a penalty. That they said because they didn't want, he said this, they didn't want Tom to look bad. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That is a good, I yeah. like that from, from Roby. Yeah. And okay. then, uh, and then I, I took one out of the Bo Wolf playbook and I, I, I didn't ask him every quarterback, but I said, do you, do you remember all the, all the guys you got? And oh yeah. And he, he, he got Brady a few times and he had some good, uh, Brady stories that, uh, that were, were, were fun to hear. You're going to tell us that, but you're not going to tell us what the stories are. Uh, no, I think, I, I think we'll save that for a later date. Yeah. We'll give our viewers something to circle back on and we should stick to the offense. 
we gave us this whole thing. You you, you let us down this path, like, and then you're telling us there's this pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, and then no, all he, of a sudden we got to turn around. No, the pot of gold was him saying that they wanted to make Brady look. Yeah, good. but then you told us he told some great stories about Brady. Yeah, I mean, let's just say that he's. So you're what is going on is you're deciding in your mind whether or not this was off the record. Yes. Okay. Because yes. I might have um, uh, been a little like uh, loose with that earlier today. Okay. <laughs> not not intentionally, just like having a conversation with somebody, uh, and then like you conflate that with like an on the record conversation, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're talking about, and I don't think you need to worry about the thing that you are worried about. And it's still you can't mention you can't mention the thing that he said off the record if you're not going to talk about it. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll register that for the future shows. All right. Um, on the offense, Zach. Yes. This Chiefs defense has been very good this year. Terrific. That's uh, what jumped out to Jason Kelsey. By their, the way, their pass rush has been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Second in the league in sack rate. Uh, Chris Jones, obviously, we know about. Mike Dana has been good. George Karloftis has been good. They moved those guys around. Spagnolo is is uh, ha- has been having sort of a vintage season in terms of uh, dialing stuff up. They can be had in the running game, right? Twenty um, third in rushing success rate, thirtieth in EPA per rush, twenty seventh in yards per rush allowed. It does feel to me like this this could be a big DeAndre Swift game. Yeah, I mean, I think I suggested that as much yesterday. I I think this is a big deal. You can't like puff your chest out about like I'm just having trying to have a conversation. But like, oh, I I already said that this could be a DeAndre Swift game. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I, Maybe that was off the record. No, that was the, the cameras were on. Claire was watching. Andy Reid's mustache was watching. Uh, I always butcher Kermaman's name. <laughs> Kermaman was watching. Kermomain. Kermomain. Uh, our our loyal crowd. What a big week for Andy Reid's mustache. Yeah, I think Khalif was watching. Uh, so I, I love our, our loyal audience. So now you are. Uh, so that was you are you are purposefully now not saying Donkey Daddy. Oh, I, I didn't see Donkey Daddy there. Okay, Donkey Daddy was well. I, I don't know if Donkey Daddy was watching yesterday. Cousin Grace was watching. Shout out to Cousin Grace. Okay. Um. So yeah. So that was on the record yesterday. But DeAndre Swift, he's been quieter during these past few weeks. I purchased the DeAndre Swift stock in our Tuesday <laughs> show uh, because from right over there. Uh, DeAndre, yeah, actually, this is West, so right over there. That's not West, that's North. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's from Northwest, so he's right over there. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> did you take, did you take, like, loopy cold meds this morning? What is going on with you? I probably should have, uh, but, yeah, I'm not, I'm not on my A game today, but I'm here, and I'm fighting through it, and. Uh, I I believe what a wild when, show. I believe when you have a job to do, you do your job, right? Well, that's one way to, to describe what you're doing today. You don't complain. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I actually think I'm having a decent show today. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm bringing. I think I'm bringing energy. I think I'm bringing enthusiasm. I think I'm bringing information. I mean, I might be. You're working. teasing information, but you're not telling us what the information is. <laughs> I gave us all the insight from the locker room yesterday. I gave us some some Bernard Williams info. Uh, yeah, I actually, you know, I was driving in this morning and I was going through in my head the different things I was going to discuss on the show. So I, I feel good about how these first 
28 minutes have gone, and I vow to the audience that these next 32 minutes will be even better. Uh, now, DeAndre Swift, he's been quieter in, in recent weeks, and it's kind of all part of the running game discussion. I think that the combination of three things. First off, like you said, Kansas City is more vulnerable against the run than they are at the pass. So it would behoove the Eagles to run the ball more. Number two, uh, the return of Cam Jurgens, I think, really helps the offensive line. And then number three, and this might be the best one of all, is if Jalen Hurts is more of a threat in the running game, you have that plus one that you did not have. Uh, now, when Jason Kelsey was asked yesterday about the rush offense, he said, that, and this is interesting from an offensive lineman's perspective, he said the big difference between the run offense and like the pass offense is the run offense, it, it takes everybody, and like if one guy screws up, the whole, the whole play could suffer. And he's like, in the, pass, in the passing offense, you can just throw it up to A.J. Brown, and there's a high percentage chance that A.J. Brown catches it, and it doesn't matter if someone misses like right. a block or a miss assignment somewhere else. So uh, it's really a matter of this running game being in sync, and that's where I think having Cam Jurgens back and having Jalen Hurts back will be, or Jalen Hurts healthier, will be a better situation. Yeah, we've talked about this, how like the, the splits in terms of their rushing success and their passing success are really stark with Cam Jurgens. Mm-hmm. They were really good running the ball and just okay passing the ball with him and have struggled a little bit running the ball without him and have passed the ball really well. I don't think it's quite as easy as just because uh, Cam Jurgens was on the field, they were better at yeah. that. We know that, that Jalen Hurts has gone through some things that coincide with the timing of that. But I do think that Cam Jurgens is a better player than Tyler Steen and Sua Opeta, and that will help them a little bit. You're right. And Swift, we saw in the first month, like Swift's upside, that when Swift has has the space to run and the commitment to run that he can be dangerous. And I, I think this is this is a week where you'll see that. I've asked Nick about this in the past, right? Um, the idea that I think, you know, it was when they were going up against Miami. Um, do you think like in this game, they want to maybe run the ball in order to like limit the possessions? That's a good question game, from you. Right? Yeah. And he, he says like, no, like yeah. we, we always want our offense on the field and to have as many possessions as possible because we have a lot of faith in our offense and that's, that's smart. Their offense is really good, but I do wonder if there's a uh, a, a hint of that in this game. You know, you don't want to give Patrick Mahomes the ball twelve times. Yeah, but I I kind of agree with Sirianni's philosophy in that like you're you're the aggressor. You're the Eagles' offense. The Eagles' offense. They're nobody's underdogs. The Eagles' offense is is fifth in the league in, in total yards, eighth in in rush offense, tied for third in points per game, 10th in pass offense, first and third down offense, first and fourth down offense, 12th in red zone offense. Like, the Eagles should want to be on the field. They're a better offense this year than the Chiefs are. And I understand Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL, and I think best player in NFL history when he retires. Uh, but I, I, I don't think the Eagles should look at it like, like oh, we need to, to hold this back because of, of Patrick Mahomes. If, if anything, what you say is we need points because we're playing against Patrick Mahomes. So let's be aggressive. Let's score. And the Eagles were close to winning that game last year and it was in the 30s, 38-35, right? So I think that benefits the Eagles more than a game in the teens or the 20s. Anything else on uh, this side of the matchup that that is is on your mind? Do you think, you know, do you think um, Jack Stoll and Grant Calcaterra are going to be involved in the passing game? You think it's going to be basically all A.J. Brown and Devontae? What? What do you expect? Your boy Julio? Yeah, Julio's I'm expecting. Coming? No, I, I think <laughs> I think more Devontae. Devontae celebrated his birthday this week, and so 
he he's a primetime player, big stage. So is AJ Brown. They said these guys. He's no Bradley Roby, but well, two picks and a sack off Tom Brady, the goat. I just saw, by the way, my drive in the uh, um, the the tease, the literal tease, uh, you know, the video tease of the doc ten part docu series coming out about the Patriots. Mm. Can't wait for that. Yeah, we know. Okay, I mean. If although I read Seth Wickersham's book and that there's nothing that's going to be in this doc that I can't read from Seth. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that they're really going to um, try to find ways to get Devonte the ball. Um, that's, that's my expectation. I think they're going to run the ball more. I'm, I'm curious what the chiefs do against AJ Brown uh, because Andy Reid has had two weeks here to prepare and to see kind of what the Eagles are doing and the way in which, um, Jason Kelsey and Jordan Mailata spoke about the, spe- the Steve Spagnuolo defense. Uh, it definitely has the Eagles' attention. Zach, uh, what's going on in your wheelhouse these days? Oh, good tease, okay? Because literally... I and mean, that was like as bad of a tease as possible. I literally, I was speaking to my son about this this morning, and I know I keep referencing this. Um, but, hey, uh, if you have... If you're a card collector or you have children who are card collectors... And you want to take part in a trade day um, tomorrow at Wheelhouse and Wayne? It's, it's trade day, and I will be there. Okay, uh, because Wheelhouse is our go-to sports card gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. Their motto is "Cards and Community" because love of sports unites us all. They carry all of your favorite card brands like Topps, Chrome Baseball, Mosaic Football, as well as T-shirts, hats, and hoodies from brands like Mitchell and S, Forty Seven Brand Junk Food Starter, and Shy Vintage Sports. I told my son he's able to get a snow hat tomorrow, so he'll be. Scanning their apparel for a, a good snow hat. Uh, looking to grade your sports card collection, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host tons of different family-friendly fam, family events and birthday parties every month. Stop into either of their stores in Wayne or Westchester. Open seven days per week at 11 a.m. Use code PHLY and get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. <coughs> that was a really funny sounding sorry about that you sounded like uh like the hormone monster uh in uh oh the hormone monster what's the hormone in big mouth the uh i don't know what you're watching it's an animated show on netflix (laughs) uh this is funny i was looking up the bradley roby game uh the two interceptions he got a penalty on both of them one that counted for an unsportsmanlike conduct and then the other one was he got called for defensive holding on the one when the the league didn't want Brady to have to throw a second interception, uh, actually, and it I, was a it was a night game, so I'll give him credit. As I'm thinking about this, you know, I don't think I'm out of line sharing this because you know we didn't say off off the, off 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 the record. I won't get into all these specific details, but I'll give the summary of the story. He was very proud of that game, and I think he he wanted um, Brady to like sign his jersey or something. And so actually, he didn't get to see Brady after the game. But the next time um, they played. Brady was in Tampa Bay. Roby was in New Orleans, and Roby kind of went up to him and, and like brought up this game. Like, remember when I yeah brought up this game and said you know he he wants or I shouldn't say jersey sign. He he wanted like the jersey or some type of thing from from the game. And Brady was like yeah 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 you know, I got you I got you and uh, never heard from him again. <laughs> he never heard from him. So yeah, I mean, these guys the guys a weasel. Brady's not a weasel. Brady, I mean Brady's dealing with a lot of this stuff, man. He's the goat. I mean, it's, I, I think uh, unfulfilled promises 
and uh, lying to people is actually a big part of what he does. Well, you should never lie, and you shouldn't make a promise that you can't keep. So I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty, you know, telling people like to buy like my my snake oil TB12 water that's going to change your life. Uh, you know, well, I'll be join uh, you know, like uh, hand in hand with Sam Bankman Fried, and like let's let's uh, lose all your money on this Ponzi scheme. Yeah, I mean, I think the guy has a, a history of not telling the truth. Well, I mean, if 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 that TB12 uh, diet and workout plan could make me feel better right now, and you know, I I would do it because I <laughs> I I need to clear out this chest. So, okay, let's get to Goose Wisely, Zach. Um, I forget the uh, the scores. I'm I'm kicking your butt. Yeah, you're goes. winning, but you know what? The season's not over. It's the second half. The season's not over. All right, let's yes. uh, let's get to it. I will give you I will give you my uh, proposal first. If I can pull this up, here we go. All right, we've talked about is James Bradbury going to uh, get some time on Travis Kelsey in this game? Seems like that is like the best man-to-man matchup the Eagles have for Kelsey. James Bradbury plays at least 10 snaps in the slot or in coverage of Travis Kelsey. So if he's like flexed out wide, that will count. Or Eli Ricks out snaps Bradley Roby because I'm curious about how that playing time is going to be allocated. James Bradbury, 10 snaps in the slot. I think that... uh the match, I, I know I'm supposed to follow That's, up. Okay. I, now, the Eagles are keeping this close to the vest. When The way I framed it to James Bradbury when we spoke yesterday was I said, when you're taking those slot snaps during the summer, were you thinking about these types of matchups? You know, your Travis Kelsey matchups. Mm, nice way to do it. And he said, no, he was thinking he needed to be the emergency <laughs> slot guy. Okay. And like that was his focus. He said, but if they want him to be in this matchup, he is, he is ready for it. He thinks he can do it. Uh, so the other thing, and, and, and you referenced this earlier in the week, is uh, Kevin Byard has a lot of experience on Travis Kelsey. Um, so I'm curious how that factors into it because Byard and Kelsey have had some good matchups over the, over the years. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to need to look a little bit spryer than he has looked the, the last two games. I mean, he's not 51, so. He's no Bernard Williams. <laughs> yeah, he's That's no right. Bernard Williams. All right. Uh, over to you. Over to me. Hassan actually, Re- by the way, I do think that Eli Ricks is going like, to yeah. be involved in this game. I don't think he's going straight to the bench, no defensive snaps. From a reporting perspective, I hope so, because I always enjoy speaking to Eli Ricks. Okay. Yeah, breaks it down well, nice guy. Yeah, looking forward to covering Eli Ricks' career here in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat avenge for the Sodfather and both have sacks, okay? Or a team stops short of the end zone in the final minutes to let oh. the clock wind down, similar to what the Chiefs did last season. So this is it like it, this is not like they just have a kneel to end no, the game. No, this no, no. This like is they, they they purposefully can go yeah. into the end zone and do not. What you've wanted the Eagles to do this year, and they haven't done it. Right, what they right? should have done. Yeah. So uh, this is obviously both um, callbacks to last year's Super Bowl. Uh. I'm sorry. Was it they both get a sack? Yes, they both they both have sacks. And do half sacks count? Sure, half sacks count. I'm going to say they both get at least a half a sack. Okay. Uh, we know that the the you know this is tough though because Mahomes like does not get sacked. I think it's the second lowest sack rate in the league, and the lowest is like Tyson Bajant, so it's really the lowest sack rate in the league. Damn, Tyson Bajant shade. <laughs> well, he hasn't played that many games. Yeah. yeah it's, okay. It's, yeah. Um, 
and the tackles are where they are weak. I, I, but I also, I, I mean, the, the specific situation of somebody not going into the end zone is, is I think, a little bit rarer. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll still take the edge rushers. Now, this was a topic of conversation in the in the media room yesterday. Um, I'm curious. I don't mean to re, to to relitigate the Super Bowl, but we do have a few new listeners from from or and viewers from the Super Bowl last year. Uh, there was one reporter who adamantly felt that the turf affected the outcome of the game. And there was one reporter who adamantly felt that that's just an excuse that, uh, can I guess the reporters? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this was, was Elliot. One of the two. No. Oh, okay. It feels like his kind of conversation. It, that does feel like Elliot was not there at that time. Okay. Um, I mean, I do if think you still that, want to guess the I, 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 I do think that it affected the outcome. Well, I don't know that it affected the outcome. It affected the game. Okay. I mean, there was a thought from someone, I think, and I hope I'm not misquoted or misrepresenting, that the Eagles would have won on a better surface. I just, I mean, there's no way to know that. I feel like that's yeah. just kind of wasted time. Uh, for those new listeners, I don't think I am uh, speaking out of line here. Bo... If, if my memory is correct, did not think that the turf was the reason the, the loss, but he did think that Jonathan Gannon was the reason the Eagles lost. Yeah. No, but okay. Well, you think that's a ridiculous position? I think the players play the game. Players win and players lose. Yeah, I mean, I, he's not the only reason they lost, but if I had to pick a the biggest reason they lost is probably the defensive coordinator in that game. Yeah, yes. I, I think the biggest reason they lost is because of the quarterback on the Chiefs. Yeah, but that's we're talking about taking blame, not just giving credit. We're not. No, we're 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 saying what. Why did they lose that game? If if you were giving the most blame to a single person, that is who the I would say deserves the most blame. for that game. And I think sometimes you tip your cap instead of pointing your finger. Yes, I think sometimes you just say, "Oh, please (laughs) score at will every possession you have," and when you have a chance to hold the ball to end the game, we are going to let you drive down the field slowly and put a knee on it at the end. Please. We don't need to relitigate Jonathan Gannon. You are Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Score away. <laughs> that's that's not what occurred, but... Uh, we are going to do the same thing we've done all season long. Here you go. <laughs> the Eagles defense held the Chiefs to 31 points. Okay. Yeah, I'm just putting that on the record. The Eagles defense held the Chiefs to 31 points. They were the two best performances... Of like Patrick Mahomes' career against yeah, the yeah. Eagles. Patrick Mahomes is really you, you, you can't just say points. And okay. 31 points is not like they sh- it's not like the 85 <laughs> Bears. <laughs> Look, I, I'm I'm just giving credit to Patrick Mahomes. That's 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 all I'm saying. I think Patrick Mahomes matters more to the game than a guy on the sideline. No one I, is I, arguing you know I mean? that. <laughs> you're literally arguing. You're no, I'm not. Reason- I'm saying we're not giving the this the whole point is about who are you putting some blame on, not the giving credit. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. All right. Trenchant analysis, as always. Uh, <laughs> the proposition I have for you, Zach, here is Patrick Mahomes outrushes Jalen Hurts mm. in this game, or A.J. Brown is the game's leading receiver. A.J. Brown is the game's leading receiver. A.J. Brown is the second leading receiver in the NFL. He's been hot. I know that the bye week uh, is uh, could have slowed things down, but I think that... Uh, A.J. Brown is hard to stop, even with these Chiefs corners. And I actually like Jalen Hurts running this game, so I'm going with that. Mahomes has been running more this year than in years past. Uh, Second-highest scramble percentage to Lamar Jackson in the league. 
and Hertz has been running less. But yes, we'll see what happens with, with Hertz feeling a little bit different physically. So I got DeAndre Swift has more total yards than Travis Kelsey or Travis Kelsey scores at least two touchdowns. Mm, good one. Thank you. So yards from scrimmage for DeAndre Swift. Yes. I sort of expect that he will be a little bit more involved as a receiver um, with no Goddard. Like I, if I had to, if I had to put my turkeys on who's going to be the third leading guy in targets in the passing game, I would probably pick Swift. And I do think that they're going to want to run the ball, but I also, you know, you got the Taylor Swift thing and mm-hmm. they're going to be trying to get Travis Kelsey, those touchdowns. This is a good one. But that's uh, why I use Swift in, against Kelsey. Yeah, I see what you did there, yeah. Zach. Uh, that's why we've got, you know, after your uh, great performance at the end of yesterday's, yesterday's episode, we got the bad blood DeAndre Swift on the thumbnail today. Um, I was proud of uh, I, I was proud of that. I, I, I'm actually, I don't want to give the producers any more work. They work very hard. Um, but I might ask for that to be clipped because uh, I, I, received okay. a f- I received a few texts that, oh, I really like that. Okay, good for you. I'm happy. I'm yeah. proud. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Unfortunately, it made you sick. That didn't make me sick, but I think uh, I'm I'm the only one who comes back from the bye week sick, right? I am going to go here with uh, this is a tough one. Ah, uh, I'm going to go with Kelsey scores two touchdowns. Probably the probably the wrong choice odds wise. Yeah, wrong choice. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. take it. You would have gone the other one. Yeah. Now you're up here. Okay, I'm writing the stuff down <laughs> because I'm the stenographer. Okay, you're allowed to talk, um, <laughs> but sure, I'll jump in. Uh, a member of the Taylor Swift family wears an Eagles jersey. Okay, okay, and and is seen on camera doing so. Now, I will say, I will preface this, and or I will, uh, I will say ahead of time, a half jersey counts. Okay, how do we know if they're part of Taylor Swift's family? Uh, we're gonna have to do a blood test. Well, that makes it much harder here. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the challenge. Plus, look, now you're opening up. Um, you kind of open up a can of worms here. Uh, not to not to delve into my uh, personal life here, um, but <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> but one of Emily's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, one of Emily's like pet peeves is when I'll say like your friends or, or we'll hang out with your friends tonight or something like that. She's like, it's not your friends, it's our friends, right? You know, we're we're both friends with them. Sure. Uh, but in your mind, your only, your only true friends are, are the words and the letters on that keyboard. Well, not my only true friends, but <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> so I've learned to say our friends. You okay. know, I'm looking forward to hanging out with our friends. But I point this up as a way of saying that like Taylor Swift's family, maybe Taylor Swift has friends there, but now they're mutual friends to Travis Kelsey. So how do we delineate that? Or there's well, we delineate that because the, the word is family, not yes. friends. Well, I'm saying, how do we know? I mean, do you know Taylor Swift's whole family? Well, I you mean, know I think Scott. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically the parents is what we're going for here. But yeah, okay. if they say like Taylor Swift's brother is wearing yeah. an Eagles jersey, that counts. All right, I'm going with uh, Taylor Swift's family. Um, I'm going with. Um, I understand that Taylor is dating Travis Kelsey. I've seen that once or twice in in the news. I also know. Shout out to Ross Tucker. That why I'm missing is Eagles territory and that the Swifts grew up Eagles fans and that if you are at an Eagles Chiefs game and you have that Eagles blood in you, 
then uh, you can. Yeah, we know that she's an Eagles fan. Yeah. Yeah. At so one point in her I life. think the half jersey makes sense. Although, you know, look, sometimes your allegiances change. I remember I, I did not like uh, Florida basketball. But then one of my brother's best friends played there, and I became like a Florida basketball fan during that time. Matt Walsh. Yeah. Okay. You're up. Okay. Jalen Hurts has a season high in rushing yards, okay, which is 72 plus, or Patrick Mahomes has a season high in passing yards, which is 424 plus. Okay, let's talk this through. Now, uh, most teams pass more against the Eagles defense than they do run, which makes sense because that's where they're weaker. But 72 yards, not a crazy high. If if we're going to see like a, a vintage Jalen Hurts rushing performance, 72 is not crazy. I'm going to take I'm going to take Jalen Hurts season high in rushing. 424 yeah, is just a little too high. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts uh, is going to run the ball uh, more than he has in the recent weeks. Now, whether it's more than that Rams game, we'll see. But Patrick, but now the Eagles pass defense has been vulnerable. I know. You think yards is not the stat to go by, and I agree with you there. Well, yeah, it's uh, 2023. I mean. Yeah, but if we're doing for the metric here, we're doing yes. yards. Um, and they're allowing 257 yards per game, which is 28th in the NFL. All right, my last one for you, Zach. The Chiefs win this game by two scores, so we'll define that as nine points or more. Okay. Or the Eagles win the game. I think there's a better chance the Eagles win this game than the Chiefs win the game by nine points or more. Chiefs are three-point favorites. The Eagles have the better record. Um, tough place to play. We'll get to our predictions in like two or three minutes here. But uh, this is like a – I mean, Vegas thinks this is a toss-up game, basically, that's played in Kansas City. So I think there's a better chance for sure that the Eagles uh, win this game than the Chiefs blow the Eagles out. Okay. Uh, my last one here. ESPN. Shows Nick Sirianni with tears in his eyes. So Does cool. a clip count? Yeah, the clip. Yeah. Oh, they're showing the clip from okay. the Super Bowl. Okay. Or. And now hold on. Is this this is during the game broadcast? So during the, the game broadcast, doesn't not count. the pregame. Yep. Okay. From <clears throat> from the time the postgame show is finished, check out Bo and Jamie. Uh, on at from what the time? Pregame show, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Pregame show is finished at 7:45. Correct. Yeah, uh, and I will be chiming in from Arrowhead. Uh, so from the time the pregame show is finished to the time the postgame show starts, the crying Sirianni video is showed, or Joe Buck makes multiple Taylor Swift song references. So this is not saying Taylor Swift is here or showing Taylor Swift, but it's it's mixing in either song names or song names. He pulls a Zach Berman. I don't want to say pulls a Zach Berman here um, because shout out to Adam Lefko. Adam Lefko was famous when he was uh, – at the at the Louisville TV station for doing like themed broadcasts, uh, and you know they were brilliant. Um, so well done, Adam. But uh, yeah, that was actually spontaneous yesterday, and I had the help of uh, the song titles in front of me. Okay, I'm gonna say, see, like I I, I see I see Buck doing this once, not necessarily twice, three times a lady. But I'm still I don't I don't think they're gonna show the Sirianni thing. I think that's a little bit too esoteric, a little bit too inside Eagles. So I'm gonna take the the Swift song references. Okay, I like that. When would you have gone? Um I would probably go Swift song references. All right, so let's run this down. A bonus one. Do you think uh do you think any of the sideline reporting is fabricated? Oh, I wanted to ask you about <laughs> this. What'd you what'd you make of that? I think it's ridiculous. Like I I think it's 
I mean, it's like to me, the easiest the easiest thing to do is just give like a generic. Don't say, never say someone said something they didn't say. The easiest thing to do is is just be like, I mean, in that situation, you can the stuff you're saying they said, you can say that. You can be like, you know, the I didn't catch up with uh, with so and so coming out of the locker room, but they're going to need to be X, Y, and Z. Like you can fill the time in such a way without fabricating information. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it's like it's 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 cut and dry. Never say someone said something they didn't say. Yeah, it was. I think it was. Out, I mean, yeah. it was outrageous. Yeah, uh, it was. It was ridiculous. And I actually, I thought it was telling that, like, uh, you know, the Lisa Salters and the Tracy Wolfsons of the world were all coming out, like, being yeah. like, "This is not our job." Yeah, like that is <laughs> that is not how the job is yes. done. So <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of times in the story. When Did she like, address it last night? I don't. I I, I didn't see that. Okay. I don't know. There are a lot of times in the story when I wish I had a quote and I'm like, I know the guy thinks this, but he didn't say it. So I can't, I can't just create the quote. Yeah, imagine the, uh, imagine the stories you could write if you were Seriously. just making stuff up. Seriously. Okay. Uh, all right. Very quickly. I have uh, Eli Ricks out snaps Bradley Roby. Hassan Reddick or Josh Sweat has a sack. Patrick Mahomes outrushes, sorry, Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat have at least a half a sack. Patrick Mahomes outrushes Jalen Hurts. Travis Kelsey has at least two touchdowns. The Eagles... Uh, have a tight end who scores a touchdown. Uh, if there's a jumbo package and an offensive lineman catches a touchdown, that counts. Uh, Jalen Hurts has a season high in rushing. The Chiefs win by at least nine. And Joe Buck makes two Taylor Swift song references. You have James Bradbury plays at least 10 snaps in the slot or in coverage of Travis Kelsey. Uh, somebody doesn't go into the end zone and stops short before the end of the game. A.J. Brown is the game's leading receiver. DeAndre Swift has more yards from scrimmage than Travis Kelsey. A member of the Taylor Swift family, not one of their mutual friends, is wearing an Eagles jersey. Patrick Mahomes has a season high in passing yards. The Eagles win the game. And ESPN shows Nick Sirianni crying. Before we get to our predictions, Zach, let's talk about FOCO. Because FOCO, well, you know all about FOCO. FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season, so they've got overalls, they've got hoodies, they've got hats, they've got sunglasses, they've got bags, everything you need for a game. Foco has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. Foco always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. Zach, prediction time. How are you feeling? Well, how am I feeling about the game or how am I feeling? Well, this is a big prime time game. Yes. Everybody's going to be watching, and we all know that Bradley Roby's going to be up for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I think that the Eagles are the best team in football right now um, because I thought the team, I thought the Ravens were up there, and the Ravens suffered a big loss last night in Mark Andrews. Uh, but the Chiefs are battle tested. Peace, my fantasy team. I'm sorry to hear that. I'll take up space on your IR. Take, yeah, that's already hear that. Yeah, he'll take up space on your IR. So maybe yeah. I might drop him. Ah, is it a keeper league? It is, but I think this was my second year keeping him, so gotcha. I can't keep him again. Okay. Understandable. Um, so the Chiefs are awesome. They're seven and two. They're tough. Uh, they're so well coached. It's at home. It's in Arrowhead, and I think that's a factor here. There's a reason why they're three point favorites. There's a like the the Andy Reid sample size coming off a bye is. Like it's, it's not a, at, at this point, it's significant enough to say this is a very real thing. Okay. Yes. 
And I actually asked Andy about it. He was like, nothing's really changed. We always kind of done the things we've always done. But Andy, I don't want to say he's cracked the code, but he's, you give him it's time. Samaria Marquis. You give him time to prepare and he, he'll, he'll have his team ready to go. I think the Eagles are going to play this tough. And I think the Eagles are going to move the ball more than teams have against the Chiefs. But I think Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. And I think that uh, the Eagles are vulnerable in their back end. And I think the Chiefs are going to do a good job creating some matchup um, issues. I think it's going to be a back and forth game. Uh, but I think the Kansas City Chiefs win this game 30 to 28. So the Eagles have a better defensive performance than the Super Bowl because it's 30 instead of 31? Yeah, unless there's a missed extra point, in which case it's basically the same. Yeah, but it's all about points. Well, I mean, points, look, I mean, I, I know you're big into, like, the yards from the 1980s here, but points are the, like, you win or lose games the yards from the 1980s? What? Yeah, no, because I was making a joke about, what's it, does yardage matter? Okay. Yeah, no, I know DVOA and whatnot. But, <laughs> yeah, no, to me, scoring offense and scoring defense are the two most important metrics because, like... But at least, at least... Make it like points per drive or something like that. Yeah. I actually think point differentials are very telling statistic as well. Well, you're really going out on a limb there. Yeah. I mean, if I was a college football coach, I'd keep running up that score for point differential. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But if uh, I was a college football coach, I, there, there's a lot of things I'd be doing. Yeah. Hanging out in the student union. Well, it, yeah. I would believe in connecting with my players. So if, if that's And the co-eds. Bo Wolf, come on. I'm a happily married man. Please don't ever say that. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm a little bit worried about this game for, for mm, the Eagles. You don't say. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I think they're a very good team. I just think this is a, a tough matchup for the Andy Reid stuff you're talking about, for the Patrick Mahomes stuff you're talking about. Uh, I think the Chiefs defense is good. I think the Eagles are going to – I, I pretty much agree with what you said. The Eagles are going to move the ball, I think, on offense. Um, I, I expect this to be a – DeAndre Swift and Devontae Smith game. I actually don't think this is going to be like the huge AJ Brown game, but I've also said that a couple of times before and I've been wrong. So uh, maybe I'm, this is like a gambler's fallacy type thing. Mm. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be good. I just, I, I just, I don't think I can bet against Patrick Mahomes at home uh, with Taylor Swift in attendance and Andy Reid coming off the bye. So I'm going to take the Chiefs here. 33-27, and I absolutely reserve the right to change my mind in the kickoff show. I know you do. On yeah. Monday. How about our prediction column that you can find on, or our email exchange that you'll be able to find on Sunday? I'm sorry, on Monday, rather. Will you change your opinion then? I don't know. Okay. I reserve the right to. Reserve the right. Yeah, all right. Any good weekend plans? A little, uh, little birthday celebrations for, uh, for Rachel. Oh, that's awesome. Happy, well, happy birthday, Rachel. That is great. I didn't realize it was Rachel's birthday. You didn't ask. Oh, when's her birthday? Monday. Okay. Uh, the day of the game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In our in our old job, we were going to do the, uh, the the joint trip to Kansas City. Really? She was going to come to Kansas City? We were going to, yeah. For the Harry Truman Museum? For the Harry Truman Museum, <laughs> okay. yeah. And to check out Fog Allen. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Right? Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Yeah. Uh, number one in the country. In real life, not in what if sports. Actually, uh, if you want to check this out on Hoops Dynasty, uh, <laughs> number one in the country as well. Oh, is that right? Okay, you're make-believe guys. Yeah. Look at this. Number one, Kansas. Opened the season with a uh, 75-67 win over then number six, UConn. Who's the best player? 
Oh, well, I mean, we're loaded. Oh. It's, I but Henry he, Brooks is the yeah. uh, best player. He's projected to be the number one overall yeah. pick in the draft. I don't think I don't think you get made fun of enough for this. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> you give me crap for everything that I do in my life. <laughs> everything in my I do in my life, and you have uh, a make believe Kansas basketball team. I do. Look, Henry Brooks projected to go uh, number one in the draft. Yeah, junior power forward who a small forward who I'm playing at power forward, mm-hmm. but he can shoot the lights out. It's pretty good. I mean, why are you playing the power forward? He's your best player. Play him in his best position. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't want to get into it. <laughs> I definitely know. You're correct about that. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the PHLY Eagles podcast. Well, real quick, if anyone is making the trip to Kansas I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. If anyone's making the Go trip ahead. to Kansas City, uh, you can message me at Zach at allphly.com. And uh, if you have Stake a- Stake him out at the uh, HST Museum. <laughs> if you have a book- that you want me to sign or a PHLY merch you want me to sign or just or body parts or if you, if you just want to say hello and give me some, um, would you sign body parts? No. Uh, and I, I, I would not, I do not want any photos taken of me signing any body parts or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, if not even like a hand, no, no I mean, I, I've done that before, like right, my number on a hand and you don't want that. When have you done that? You've never written your number on someone's hand. Whose hand are you writing your number on? Well, not now. Back in like, back when you gave you know your numbers out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You've yeah. never done that. No, I don't think I've written my number on someone's hand. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like living in a 1990s teen comedy. You get a napkin at a bar or something. I mean, it's probably a napkin at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not a hand. You do that, but I mean, if it's a crowded bar, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, a little. Uh, I like the little. Every now and then, we get a little. A little sense of Zach's old player game. <laughs> <laughs> no sense there. Um, but no, uh, in, 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 in all earnestness, I appreciate all of our listeners and viewers. And if, uh, even if you just want to meet, say hello, give me some advice on how to deal with Bo when he makes fun of me. Uh, yeah. Message me at Zach at all PHLY.com. All right. Uh, look forward to seeing this game, a big one. And we will have the kickoff show at Monday at seven 45 with Jamie Lynch and myself, Zach live from Arrowhead. Otherwise, enjoy the weekend for Tyler and Zach and Bradley Roby and most of all, Bernie Williams. We thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We will talk to you on Monday. And as always, we love you. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.